welcome into A to Z Sports primetime on a Monday from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Two Rivers Ford. I am going to be doing more Bronco broadcasts. That's because Two Rivers Ford is Nashville's headquarters for the 2021 Ford Bronco. You can go check one out, test drive one. You can even drive one off the lot in Mount Juliet or customize your own online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, the studio sponsor for the Primetime Show and the 615 Sessions, America's top downloaded sportsbook app. They've got all kinds of action going on tonight's NBA games, the Preds game right now. You can bet in game. You can do it and enjoy it. You can, you can hell, you can live bet while we do this show on your phone. Not that I don't have any entertainment purposes only, uh, 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 wagers in on my phone right now, but maybe I'll continue to do so <laughs> throughout the course of the show using the promo code A2Z Sports. Tennessee heating and cooling for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Of course, the website 10hc.com. That's T E N N hc.com and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, the official real estate agent of all your favorite sports teams and your favorite sports streaming show, the Titans, the Preds, and A to Z Sports Prime Time. We all trust Gary Ashton at GaryAshton.com. Okay, so now we are officially in the offseason and everybody is fired up. Uh, tighten up. I'm seeing lots of Titans up. Uh, tighten up, rather. Uh, Quay, what's up? Good to see you. But now we need to lay. Now we need to. Uh, now we need to lay out what the offseason sh- should look like for the Titans because now the season of the transaction is upon us. I want to know from you guys on Facebook Live and on Periscope in the comments section because we're going to go through John Robinson's checklist for the offseason in three parts tonight. Your two rivers Ford take. We'll start first with the defense. Should the Titans? Because we all know we all know the top issue, right? We saw it in last night's Super Bowl with a team that was able to get pressure with four that could be creative in their blitzes because they could rely on their guys up front. They were able to neutralize, not completely stop, but pretty effectively neutralize the most talented quarterback any of us have ever seen. Pass rush is the key for the Titans to start to get right. But the question, as we look at the defense, you look at all the expiring contracts that you have, Jadavion Clowney being one of them, Vic Peasley another, but was already jettisoned from the team midway through the season. Now we look at a situation where we're going to have to, we're going to be able to go through the entire cycle again. The Titans will have a fresh slate. They'll have a bunch of money off the books. They can go about buying a pass rush or they can draft one. I want to know in the comments on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV, would you prefer the Titans buy a pass rush in free agency? or draft one come April? Let me know where they're currently picking 22nd overall. Comment on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. Everybody will have the opportunity to get their comment read on the screen. And of course, you'll see it in the bottom. What is that? The bottom, this is my my right. So I I think it's your left, my right. Anyway, it'll be on there as long as you get in the comments on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. Buy a pass rush or draft one, let me know on this primetime show from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. While you guys do that, before you hear from one of these uh, soon-to-be and now officially free agents, I'll tell you about our friends at Two Rivers Ford, where you shop, 
because you want the best customer service experience. You want the non-commissioned sales staff. You want the people that are going to take care of you and not put any additional pressure on you to make a substantial purchase. That's what a car represents, new or pre-owned. They've got all kinds at Two Rivers Ford. But the non-commissioned sales staff, they're making a paycheck no matter whether you buy a car from them or not. That's why they remove the pressure from the experience so you can just enjoy the best possible customer service uh, that is out there for nearly 40 years here in Middle Tennessee. Go check them out at Mount Juliet. Test drive any of their great cars or customize your own. Schedule mobile service. Go through the entire car purchasing process online if you choose at tworiversford.com. Okay, let's see what the people have to say. The people have weighed in on all manner of platforms we are happy to see everybody so active tonight. Shaq, says Gregorman. Shaq Barrett, big factor last night. Do you believe Shaq Barrett to be as effective without Vita Vea and Ndamukong Sue on his team? That's something that you have to factor in. Big Mac says off-season checklist, one defense and defensive accessories. Hank Hill uh, voice, yes. <laughs> propane and propane accessories. Love a good King of the Hill reference. Against uh, backup offensive line, too, says Titans for Life. Agreed. Defense, defense, mother-loving defense, says Alonzo on YouTube. There's going to be a lot. Yes, defense is the top of the priority, and it's why we start here. But the question is, do you buy a pass rush or do you draft run? Lorenzo prefers they do both. And I would be curious, Lorenzo, are you looking for a top-end pass rusher at pick number 22? Would you like John to trade up? Because they do have some assets available to them that would allow them to do so. But you still wouldn't be getting the top end. Do you think that you're finding a 10-year starter in the mid-20s or the late teens? Probably not. So are you looking for depth in that regard and to go out and buy a top-end player? That's the kind of things. And there's there's valid arguments to be made for both sides. I'm seeing the vast majority of you, Easy, Earl Moran, Joseph Way on Facebook, all say bye, Kyle G on YouTube saying both. Buy easily, but honestly both. That's from Jared on Periscope. Everybody has an opinion on this because it's the most important thing. Both, according to Titans for Life, it's hard until we know who's available in free agency, right? There's going to be franchise tags coming down. Teams are going to extend top-end players. I would expect Shaq Barrett. They would try to find a way to keep him, but you don't know what the retirement's going to do, and the salary cap is going to be a massive thing, whether it's up $5 million or $10 million from the projected 175 That's being reported. That deal has not yet, that agreement has not yet been negotiated between the league and the players. That remains out there in the ether as well, which complicates all of this. But I think that if I had my druthers here on A to Z Sports Primetime from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, promo code A to Z Sports, I think that I would, my preference would be for them to go buy a top-end player to go pay, whether it's a premium, whether it's close to a premium, but certainly go get the players that have earned the contracts for a reason. But Dupree, I would be skeptical of. Matt Judon, you guys know how I feel about him. I think he's worth the value, even though there was only six sacks individually for him last year. He's a three-down player. You need to be versatile. The man can play in coverage. He can play the run, and he can rush the passer. And he can also free up guys like Jeff Simmons, who we saw become not quite as effective without the presence of Jadavion Clowney up front. You also have Shaq Barrett, as we mentioned. Uh, Marcus Golden is going to be back out there. Uh, the pass rusher 
for the Arizona Cardinals that I'm forgetting the name, but had I think he had like a four-sack performance this year, and I'm blanking on it off the top of my head. But you guys know some of the names that are going to be out there. Carl Lawson, formerly and potentially, you know, as, uh, you know, maybe he stays Carl Law- Lawson of the Cincinnati Bengals. Also a good fit for what the Tennessee Titans want to do this year. I want to know, though, whether you would buy or draft a uh, buy or draft a uh, a pass rush this offseason. I would prefer them buy a pass rush and draft depth because at 22, I just simply don't think that there is going to be the kind of player that you need to really, really make an impact with this Titans team right now. Because you're, you're using the Bucks as a sample size and you're using the Bucks as a sample size because to, to kind of measure, you know, there's always measuring sticks, whether it be measuring stick games or measuring against teams that are competing for championships and going far in the postseason. The biggest thing that stands out is that you're miles away from the kind of pass rush that Tampa Bay displayed. Now, they have also gone all in and bought a lot of top-end players. Sue, JPP, Vita Vea was a, a high draft pick that they invested. Shaq Barrett, they got relatively on the cheap, but they franchise-tagged him. And he cost them quite a bit of money this year. They'll have to find, if they want to keep him, they'll have to find a long-term extension that's probably going to be in the same neighborhood. Salary cap is going to affect every team. And so there's going to be a lot more players out there than I think people anticipate. But I think the best strategy is to buy a top-end player or as close to a top-end player as you can get and draft depth as a result because your depth wasn't good enough either here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. You'll uh, you'll see you'll hear from one of the players who will be available and had some controversial things to say uh with uh, about the Tennessee Titans because of course he plays for the Baltimore Ravens. This clip of Matt Judon has been going viral and if you haven't seen it yet, we will play it for you shortly right after I remind you about the fine folks at DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook to be specific. I told you guys that I made my first legal wagers last night, courtesy of DraftKings Sportsbook. And because football season is over, doesn't mean that there's any any less amount of things to bet on. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top downloaded sportsbook app, is the best in the business because they offer you such fantastic deals. What you guys need to do, you can do it while you listen to this show, is you can go and use the promo code A to Z Sports because what they are offering you as a new user, if you use the promo code A to Z Sports, is a great bet, a a, a no-brainer on UFC 258 coming up this weekend. 257, Shirley gave the fans the show they were looking for this weekend. It's going to be just as action-packed. DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the UFC, is putting you in the center of this weekend's title fight with 100-1 to 1 odds on either fighter simply to land a punch during the title fight. You just bet $1 on either fighter to land a punch, and if that happens, you will cash $100 right out of the gate. I'm also I'm low-key jealous that I didn't use, that I, that I used my promo code to bet the Super Bowl and didn't get this deal from DraftKings, but you as a new user using the promo code A to Z Sports, you can cash in on 100 to 1 odds if just either fighter lands a punch in UFC 258 this weekend. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app 
right now. You can use the promo code A to Z Sports that you see directly behind me. And when you sign up to turn $1 into $100, if either main event fighter lands a punch on Saturday, you place your bet, you'll watch the fist fly this weekend with code A to Z Sports to turn $1 into $100 if either fighter lands a punch for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. New customers only. Restrictions apply if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call or text the Tennessee red line at 1-800-889-9789. The fine folks at DraftKings. Okay. Would you, uh, so you, you, many of you heard the comments going around from Matt Judon over this weekend or during the Super Bowl week, right? Matt Judon was on, I believe, CBS. Uh, I think it was the, uh, is it Adam Shine, I believe is the name or of the host. The, the, uh, Sh- Adam Shine has a, a nationally syndicated um, simulcast TV and radio show for CBS Sports. And Matt Judon was a part of the Super Bowl media circuit, and he was asked about his pending free agency and a rivalry that he has accumulated over the time, over the course of his time is in Baltimore. And he was not terribly complimentary of the Titans, but didn't rule out coming to play for him either. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a day started it thing. You know, uh you you win games and you lose games in the NFL and that's happened. Uh it's it's gonna continue to happen until we stop playing football. But uh they just they just it's like some bad winners. And I don't even know how you could be a bad winner. You already won the game. Like, you got to – they wanted to win a press conference. They wanted to win the media. They wanted to win, like, everything. And everything was – everything they was doing was to put uh, uh, us as players and our organization down. So, them breaking it down on our logo and then and then after, like, Coach Hart tried to get them off their logo, like, them – like talking trash to them, uh, tell tell like them talking to about us in the media and after and after they won both game and stuff like that. So shoot, we we just gave them a taste of their own medicine and then they was like they was being babies about it. It was like, well, I don't know why they didn't shake our hands. But well, for the last two games, y'all haven't shook our hands. Uh, well, I don't, and it was like, well, I don't know why they did that on our logo. Well, for the last two games, that's what y'all did on our logo. And so they were, they was just acting like babies about it. But I don't, re- I don't really know where the rivalry came from. I get, I didn't know like the Ravens and like, I knew we don't like nobody in our division. We don't, we don't like the Bengals. We have a stronger dislike for the Browns and we have an ultimate hatred towards the Steelers as football as it comes pertains to football but i didn't even know we in like tennessee like this new to me is at least Listen, to me it, it uh, can go back to ray lewis and it can go back to steve mcnair and a little old school back in the day but you're right you guys really the new players made this the coaches made this fun once again and and it's yeah. great stuff now let me go back to one of your answers, okay, about free agency. You know, last I checked, Tennessee, my opinion, could use a pass rusher. So if Tennessee offered you the most money, would it be Tennessee, here we come? What, what would you do if the Titans wanted to sign you? We, we got to be in we gotta be in that position, and we, we got – I'm going to have to, you know, pray and talk to my guys about it. But uh, 
Uh, you know, obviously they understand. And then, you know, if I'm on that side of the rivalry, I'm on that side of the rivalry. So you heard there from Matt Jude on that video and audio courtesy of CBS Sports. Uh, some babies, some bad winners. Matt Judon, not a terribly high opinion of the Tennessee Titans with his former employer as the Baltimore Ravens, but not necessarily ruling out coming to the Titans either. And I know there's a bunch of different options. Thank Somebody, uh, Nate Torres, corrected me and said, or uh, reminded me that I was thinking of Hassan Reddick, the pass rusher for the Cardinals that will also be a unrestricted free agent this year. But yes, pass rush, you're going to need to buy one. Do, would you want Matt Judon? I'm not sure. Based on uh, based on his comments, he called us babies, but said he would love to play for us, says Ryan Andre Walker. Well, honestly, you know, you would forgive him. As, like, six sacks doesn't seem like a lot, but six sacks puts you in a much better position than you were with 19 last year. It immediately gets you out of the basement of the NFL in a way that is palpable. And also, what you cannot quantify in just box score sick outing is what he creates for other people to be able to get pressure. Harold Landry, uh, Derek Roberson in situations, Jeff Simmons, whomever you will have at nose tackle, because I believe at this point, and we talked a little bit about this, it's not going to be Daquan Jones. Um, There are a lot of different options out there, but the best option is to buy a proven player, even if you have a, a strong dislike for where it is he's coming from. If he can help your team, you'll stomach it. Jadavion Clowney is a great example of that. He played for the Texans for all of those years. You hated him because he was a division rival. You wanted him because you thought he was going to be a game changer for the pass rush, and his body failed him in a circumstance that was pretty bad. But ultimately, if you can if you can get these guys to help you, you need to go out and buy proven players at the positions where you think you have the biggest gap in terms of talent disparity. Right now, that's the pass rush. You absolutely have to go out, whether it's Matt Judon or not, Bud Dupree, Hassan Reddick, Carl Lawson, any of these guys, you need to have those guys in the fold. And as Greg Greg German says, he's been consistent the last three or four years. Mark Hankins wants Carl Lawson. Four of the top eight sack leaders in 2020, TJ Watt, Zadarius Smith, Trey Hendrickson, Stephon Tewitt. Zadarius Smith, I think of Matt Judon a lot like I think of Zadarius Smith because as I've told you guys this before, I remember very, very clearly where I was and what I was hearing the day that John Robinson stopped negotiating for Zadarius Smith because the price was too high. And at the time, you know, the the salary cap was in a different place. My understanding of, I think that was my, that that was going into my third year. That was my second full season covering the Titans. And that offseason was heading into my third. And I had a different opinion, really, about how you kind of, you know, how much you kind of go all in for top of market players. Because at that point, you know, it was all about winning with value. The Patriots had won with value for year after year after year. And you understand a little better now why the Patriots were able to win with value, because they had Tom Brady, who was creating value for them and elevating the players around him just as he did with a hugely talented team to win Super Bowl 55 last night. Value all sounds well and good when you're trying to sustain. 20 years of the Patriots dominating, absolute sustainability. But when it comes to maximizing the window that you have available, because 20-year dynasties don't happen in the NFL, just ask Patrick Mahomes, who lost his Super Bowl after everybody with a microphone in front of their face has been telling him that he's going to win the next eight, 
You need to maximize the window like Tampa Bay has just done, like you see the Los Angeles Rams preparing to do. Buy a pass rush, draft your depth. That needs to be first and foremost on John Robinson's defensive off uh, offseason checklist. We will talk about the offense. We will talk about the draft as well here in the uh, here in the uh, on the primetime show from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Promo code A to Z Sports. Henderson is a silent beast too. Uh, Buck, do you think the Titans would consider trading for a premier edge player? I know. Uh, I know if you have a premier edge, you don't trade, but it has been done. Khalil Mack, that's from BMO on YouTube. We'll talk about that a little when we get to the draft because I have some thoughts on that as well. I spent some time on on the on the on radio with our friends on 3HL on 104.5 The Zone talking about this this afternoon. We will talk about that in the third segment, but now it's time to talk about the offense. The question for you guys before you hear from one of your pending offense uh, offensive free agents, what part of the Titans' offense most needs to be stabilized? There's a difference, right? You're revamping the defense. Now you need to maintain, sustain, and if you can, find a way to improve what the Titans were able to do, 30.7 points per game, fourth best in the NFL last year in an offense that absolutely slapped. You need to find a way to keep this thing whole because it's your bread and butter. It's how you win until you get the other issues figured out. But now, with a lot of pending free agents, what part of the Titans' offense most needs to be stabilized in the comments section on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV? We will discuss together on the primetime show right after I remind you about our friends at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. 10HC.com, that's T-E-N-N-H-C.com for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. We love them. They're the best. They do commercial. They do residential. They will come to your home. They will make sure that you have an incredible experience. Their technicians will practice safe and proper social distancing protocol, and they will make sure that you do not suffer from a lack of heat in your home as it gets really, really cold over the next couple weeks, certainly. 10HC.com, T-E-N-N-H-C.com, Tennessee Heating and Cooling, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. That's where you can go. Okay, what needs to be done for the offense to best stabilize them in the offseason? That's the question for you guys. Benji on Facebook, or excuse me, Ben J says on Facebook, O-line need to make up for numbnuts. <laughs> numbnuts, of course, I assume. He's referencing Isaiah Wilson, who uh, who's just Instagram uh, persona. Just, I think, I think honestly, Isaiah Wilson exists. He either hates John Robinson and just doesn't care about the optics of, of what's going on out there, because you can live whatever lifestyle you want to. Um, but when you've been in as much shit as Isaiah Wilson has been, you want to try and probably attract less attention to yourself instead of going out of your way to attract more attention to yourself. There were compromising pictures, again, that he was just posting on his Instagram. Like, he just doesn't give a shit. Um, So, yeah, you can't operate like Isaiah Wilson's going to be a contributing factor until he shows you, proves to you, that you can trust him. If he shows you and proves to you that you can trust him. Tribe called Quest as wide receiver and O-line. Wide receiver, two tight end, one for OG Will Aiken. Cut Humphrey says Jared, that doesn't stabilize. That leaves you with more. And maybe it does. Maybe you, you know, maybe you feel good about slot receiver options in the draft, 
but it does create another hole in your in your offense. Do you think that is beneficial at this point when you already know largely? And and this is based on some conversations that I've had. I don't. I think Corey Davis is is gone. Like I think there's no question. I I really the the one that I'm most confident about not being here is Daquan Jones. The uh, the one that I'm I'm right up there with. Actually, the three, the, the top three that I'm convinced are not coming back are Daquan Jones, Corey Davis, and Jayon Brown. Um, I think Atlanta makes a ton of sense for Daquan. I think that would hurt you a little extra bad because you don't know what you don't know how good Daquan is until he's not there stopping the run and your run defense suffers for it. But those three, I'm fairly convinced are not are not going to be back. Corey Davis being a big part of that. Do you also want to shake up your wide receiving core with Adam Humphreys when it doesn't make there's pl- there's financial reasons to do it. Do you think that time is upon us now? Anthony Hill says Marvin Jones, so that would be receiver for uh, for uh, the stable stabilization of uh, of the of the Titans' offense. Um, need cap, want to keep Davis, but should get a big deal. Says Jared. Agreed. This is a bad draft for D tackle. Uh, uh, Titans. Kyle says on Periscope. Chris Frazier says we don't need Davis. And honestly, Chris. You know, Chris, Chris talks in declaratives a lot and many of them that I don't agree with, but I don't disagree. I love Corey Davis. I think that Corey Davis is a great, could be a great number two in the right offense. Um, I think Corey Davis has a lot of potential. I think that Corey, when he's, when his head is right, can make sure, uh, can make sure that you have a fantastic passing attack as you did this year. I also think that you can find somebody like that close to that in the interim to play alongside a guy like A.J. Brown, to play in an offense with Derrick Henry where he's not being asked to immediately come in and be the number one target. I also recognize that it's difficult for rookie wide receivers coming in. Maybe maybe uh, your option is not to draft. Maybe you go out and find an affordable veteran. That's also a possibility. Marvin Jones would be a great addition to the Tennessee Titans if he chooses to not go play in Los Angeles with the Rams and his former teammate, uh, Matt Stafford. He is going to go. I remember when Marvin Jones became a free agent out of Cincinnati and went to Detroit. And it was right after Calvin Johnson retired. And Marvin Jones made a very, very, made a very public thing about wanting to go where there was opportunity. There's going to be opportunity here in Tennessee. And so even as even as their AJ Brown is decidedly the number one, there will be, and there is a proven track record, even if the coordinator is changing that there is going to be a commitment to spreading the ball around and not just being hyper-focused on targeting your wide receiver one because the primary option in the offense is the running back, and that's not the case in most other places. Trade for Julio Jones needs to happen, says Lynn. Yeah, fat chance, uh, but keep dreaming. Corey will pull a suck up and flourish elsewhere. I think Corey Davis is going to have a good career. I think Corey Davis would have a good career here. I just think financially and for the timing, it doesn't make a lot of sense right now. Uh, Mason Kinsey says Lewis, no, uh, Mason Kinsey. No, that's not even remotely a possibility, but I love you Lewis for your off the wall answers. Uh, let him says L boogie had five years to get his stuff together. He is inconsistent. Uh, give me Tylen Wallace or Amari Rogers and keep Humphreys for now says Josh. Mendy. I really like Amari Rogers. Um, we're going to talk a lot of draft on the six, one, five sessions podcast, um, coming up this week. So you'll enjoy that subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, with some of our friends who are draft analysts, draft experts here on the podcast. So make sure that you're in on that for Tuesdays and Thursdays on the 615 sessions. Um, big fan of Amari Rogers. Had a great weekend down at the Senior Bowl. 
was my understanding. I was not able to go this year, but uh, but definitely something that you should consider and could be found at value later in the round, uh, later in the draft. John Robinson needs to throw caution to the wind and go get Allen Robinson, says Nate. I mean, I, it would be fantastic. But what 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 is it? What is for to pay top end money for Allen Robinson? Cost you what? Likely cost you a, a dominant pass rusher. You need one vastly more than you need the other. But the position that needs to be most stabilized here on A to Z Sports Prime Time is a lot of you are saying wide receiver, and I completely understand the logic. But there's only one position where every player at the position right now, currently, as we sit here on February the eighth, is a free agent, and that position for the Titans. Is tight end do so much, man, and, and it requires a lot. And uh, you know, we, we take that role, uh, we take that role on with a lot of pride, and uh, we embrace it. You know what I mean? Because it's a it's a pleasure to us, man, to be able to just um, do so many different things for this offense. Um, you know, like I said, man, it's, it's, it's it gives defenses so many problems. You know, they come out and they see us. You know, the number one thing, the first thing that the defense uh, primarily does, you know, is see where the tight end is at. You know what I mean? You know, based on that, you know. You know, they make their calls, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, because particularly that's where, you know, offense set the strength for the formation. But you can kind of play with defenses, man, and just have two, three tight ends on the field. And, you know, then you got, you know, defenses making all different kinds of calls, man. But, um, you know, we just trying to, you know, get out there and not trying to, but we are, you know, doing what we're supposed to do, you know what I mean? And making plays when we're afforded to and just, uh, you know, taking advantage of, uh, of the opportunity. Tight end, and not necessarily just Janu because Ferkser's out there, Michael Pruitt is out there, Jeff Swaim will be out there as well. All four position, all four players currently at that position, or last year's on last year's Titans roster, are all unrestricted free agents. You need to stabilize the tight end. I think Janu is the most likely of any of the pending free agents, at least any of the pending starters, to come back. I think Janu will be cost effective. I think Janu is hugely versatile in, in that you can find a wide receiver that's more cost-effective that just plays wide receiver. You cannot find a cost-effective tight end that does as many things or a developed tight end that does as many things. In this offense, understanding that Todd Downing is going to be the new offensive coordinator coming from tight ends coach, there are so many different things that Janu is asked to do within this offense, and he's a little bit inconsistent. You saw him tail off, and there's reasons for that. They needed him more in, in blocking, they need, needed him more to keep Ryan Tannehill clean. But ultimately, the tight end position is the one that most needs to be stabilized here on A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Jonu Smith, Ferkser, Michael Pruitt, you're, you're going to need to draft one at some point. All four of them are not coming back, but you need to figure out a good option. And right now, the best option is probably Jonu Smith. But you guys may feel differently. Maybe you value wide receiver. More than you do tight end. King Nat 666 says, Buck, stop ignoring the YouTube comments. Nat, I'm, I don't – I see, this is this is different, right? Because you guys don't see that I have – I at least the, the thing that I use to, to go live every night, I have all of the comments like right to the left of me – or right to the left of me, to the left of me, and I see everybody's comments coming in on one stream. So I don't think I'm ignoring anybody, but you guys, if you're viewing on any platform, you only see me reading – you know, one or another, and if I haven't got through YouTube. Anyway, long story short, Nat, I'm not ignoring you. There's just a bunch of damn comments, which I appreciate. Thank you, as always, for your participation. Love you guys for that. Um, but I'm not ignoring you, and I will do better to try and get the YouTube audience more involved. Did the Titans sign one player from any other club's practice squad this year? Is it possible to think there isn't a single player on the another practice squad 
worth signing over Joseph or starting a seventh rounder. They did. Uh, they didn't poach anybody from practice squads this year, uh, but they did. They did bring in various practice squad elements, and they had to because of COVID. Um, I wouldn't go longer than three years, says Bobby. I agree. I think three is totally reasonable. Um, he's going to want a multi-year deal, says EA. He should. He. I think Janu. I think Janu deserves a, a a reasonable multi-year deal, and it's the position that most needs to be stabilized. Uh, keep Janu and Ferk, says Greg German. I I don't know. I think Ferkser's made himself a little more money um, than might be feasible. And if I had to pick between the two, I think that it's going to be Janu over Ferkser. Wish Janu had Ferkser's route running, says Quest. He's he's a very very reliable target. He's a he's a bigger he's a bigger he's a bigger Humphreys. You you really didn't feel the loss of Humphreys as badly as you could have because you had Anthony Ferkser as reliable. Uh, and as precise when it came to third down passing patterns. He was great at that. Uh, let's see. Trigger uh, Trigger Trey says, we need to fix pass rush through the draft and free agency. Cannot expect to beat Mahomes without it. Well, we're on to offense, but your point is well taken. Uh, Ferkser, excuse me, Mark Hankins does correct me. Ferkser is a restricted free agent, so they do have a little bit of team control. Um, please uh, please tell me Woodside will not come back and be fine. I'll be fine, says Elbow. I mean, they you know, I, I think that might change a little bit just because uh, Arthur Arthur really liked him. I don't know what Todd Downing feels about about uh, Logan Woodside. I think you'll you'll find out very quickly. Um, but they seem to trust Logan Woodside. I you know I have not I've not seen a big enough sample size of Logan Woodside to understand. I don't get to see the full practices. I only get about twenty minutes at the start of every practice during the regular season. Uh, cut Evans and Humphreys. You're not cutting Rashad Evans. That's completely asinine to say. Uh, says TN Captain on Facebook. What about Jared Pinckney? No, uh, the futures contract, a lot of upside. I think he's going to factor in. Um, and and he was a stud at Vanderbilt. And I, I did he get? I think he went undrafted, if I remember correctly. But yes, he is on. He's on a futures contract. Um, and I would expect him to take one of these roles that's going to be vacated by Swaim or by any of the four that don't end up uh, returning. Stephen Crozio on YouTube because I'm not going to leave out the YouTube people. Says draft Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond is uh, is an interesting. Is I, I think he ended up a backup somewhere. I think he could have a good career. Uh, Jones of DT is a forgotten free agent. Needs someone next to Simmons. Says Maiden. Listen, I have not. I have not. Uh, I have not forgotten about Daquan Jones, and I have been largely praising Daquan Jones throughout the course of the season. And and Daquan Daquan has been here through some bad shit. Daquan has seen three and two win teams. Daquan has lasted a very long time. He's been very very reliable. Uh, and he wasn't a John Robinson draft pick because John's John's biggest questions come up front and, and Jeff Simmons and Harold Landry would would largely negate some of those concerns. But you kind of fell into the uh, into a good spot with those two. Right. Because of the injuries that they both had in the draft process. And also Jeff Simmons with uh, with the character concerns and and something that, you know, caused his draft stock to fall. Probably not as much as the ACL there did, which is, uh, you know, you can debate the merits of that at another time, but you understand the circumstances that found Harold Landry and Jeffrey Simmons sitting there later in the second and later in the first than you might otherwise been able to get them. Uh, Evans isn't any good buck. Keep Brown and long says T and captain. Yeah, it would cost you. You would be, you would be costing yourself more money to get rid of Rashawn Evans and keep Jay on Brown. It's totally, uh, it's totally, uh, uh, totally. It's not financially feasible. Is it possible to get Shat Barrett? Says Ty. We'll find out. Well, they they uh, they might extend him in Tampa Bay. 
um, although I'm not sure. Uh, let's see. Buck, a uh, lot of questions from you guys about uh, Janu's contract situation. No, you can't trade Janu. He's, he's uh, uh, off of his contract. Buck, do you like Gregory uh, Rousseau or Christian Barrymore? I love Christian Barrymore at, from Alabama. Uh, he was he was the defensive uh, was it was a defensive MVP? I can't remember the award that they gave him, but he he was the defensive player of the game um, for Alabama in that national championship game this year. Was an absolute stud. Was well, 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 very well developed as as many Alabama players are. Uh, it's just a matter of are you comfortable? Are you comfortable going interior defensive line at twenty two? I could make the argument that it would it would help. It would benefit you. You need to be thinking about that. And he's going to be a a late first round, early second round pick. Do you do you opt for a depth pass? Again, all of this is going to be informed by what your free agency strategy is. And you guys know how I feel about it. Go out and buy proven pass rushers that you can place young talent in there that's going to be more feasible at 22, like a Christian Bar Barmore. He's going to be uh, great. Uh, let's see. That won't happen two years apart, says Titans for Life. I'm not sure. Titans for Life, if you're talking to uh, – if you're talking – to me or to somebody else there on Periscope. Uh, do I think Corey Davis stays or walks? We already talked about that. I'm gonna, I'm I I can't report it yet because it's not done, but Corey Davis can come back. Uh, nobody too expensive, says Nate Torres. Yeah, there shouldn't you should not rule anybody off your list in terms of pass rusher because of price. But now let's move on to draft strategy. What should the Titans do in the draft? I want to know from you guys. Set John's draft strategy for him. What should Titans GM John Robinson's draft strategy be on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch? You guys get in there. Estal keeps chiming in about uh, Desmond King. Desmond King also. Listen, I really, I, I mean this. I don't believe any of the players that started on this year's defense that are currently unrestricted free agents, Clowney, uh, Daquan, Jayon, Desmond King. I don't. Ex I don't anticipate any of them coming back. I think Daquan is the most far gone. Um, but I think. I think Desmond King. I think John o. Smith and then, or excuse me, Jayon Brown and then Desmond King. I don't. I don't anticipate any of those guys being back. Um, so, what should Titans GM John Robinson's draft strategy be? Let me know on in the comment section on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. You guys are chiming in quickly. I will read all of your comments here in just a second, or as many as I can, right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com, your dream address without the stress. You can find out how you can sell your home for more with all of the buyers coming in to Middle Tennessee, the official real estate agent of the Titans, of the Preds, who are playing tonight, and I think losing to Tampa presently. I've got the Grizzlies game on in the office while we do the primetime show, but Gary Ashton, the official real estate agent of all your favorite sports teams and the primetime show. I got my dream address with Gary. I will get my next home with Gary. I will do all of my real estate investment deals with Gary because they, I, because I trust them more than anything. It's because you can trust them and you can do all of the things that are best and in, in your best interest because they are in middle Tennessee. They are based in middle Tennessee. They are working for middle Tennesseans at GaryAshton.com. From the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios, promo code A to Z Sports uh, to get in on all of their great no-brainer deals in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. We're talking draft strategy. What should John's be? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook Live, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch. We can talk about it at length here tonight. 
How should they go about things? Uh, so the last time we talked to Mike Vrabel, you guys have seen a couple of clips from that press conference, but the biggest thing with Mike Vrabel was talking about personnel, talking about how the roster is going to be different next year, and talking about identifying guys that love to play football. I think all of us, by consensus, even though I only got to talk to him one time and it was on Zoom and everything else with uh, Vic Beasley was a shit show, I think you could largely say that Vic Beasley wasn't, football wasn't the most important thing to him. And it's okay to prioritize, but not when you're making, not, uh, you know, you have to be you have to be reasonable about your prioritization when you're making nine and a half million dollars guaranteed. Isaiah Wilson, another example of that. Uh, you, you can totally be a normal, well-adjusted human being, but you have to, you have to maintain your part of the commitment when a team drafts you. To this point, Isaiah Wilson has not done so. Identifying players that love football, and that sounds like such a cliche, but there is a great amount of truth to that. You guys just experienced a year where some of the players are not as in love with football as you'd like them to be. And Mike Vrabel knows that that needs to be informed as a part of John Robinson's draft strategy this year. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to identify, you know, a lot of areas of focus and making sure that, you know, we do a great job of, of bringing guys in here that love football, that, um, that they're talented, that, that put the team first and, you know, play with great effort and finish, but they get, you know, they got to love football. This is, is a grind. You know, this league is a grind. And, you know, so those are the, the types of players that we're looking for and obviously talented to run. So that's Mike Vrabel when last we were able to speak to him about a month ago when the Titans stopped playing football in his end-of-year press conference. The question for you guys, what should Titans GM John Robinson's draft strategy be? Trade the picks, says Keelan Watson on YouTube. That's Listen, Keelan, I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I honestly, because like you got to look at this from a couple different angles, right? There, the draft is the best strategy to maintain, right? Free agency is the best strategy to get yourself in a place where you can win immediately if you think you have the infrastructure to do so. This year, more than any other year, more than any other NFL draft in the history of NFL drafts, it is going to be so hard to evaluate players in the way that Mike Vrabel has just suggested. Everything right now, with the combine canceled, with the senior bowl being the really the only opportunity to get in front of these guys from a social distance um, to interview the players with with the the scout and personnel people and, and head coaches that were down there at the Senior Bowl. Everything from here on out going to be virtual. You're going to have players who you didn't see in this draft who you didn't see play football last year because like Jamar Chase, some of them opted out. And so you're going off when last you saw them, which was nearly two years ago. You have no idea there will be uh, there will be pro days at the individual universities and things there will they will be able to showcase their talents, of course. But when it comes to identifying and evaluating, this is going to be such a hard year that I would be totally comfortable with them trading picks to go out and get proven players in the same way that I'm advocating for them to go and to use uh, their their uh, what salary cap they will have after after they make their the necessary adjustments with you know cap casualties and and guys you choose not to extend potential restructures as we saw with Kevin Byard last year you have to be prepared for a draft that's going to be a, a, a bigger crapshoot than any before and so I'm with Keelan or Kalen forgive me if I'm mispronouncing it on YouTube 
trade trade some picks. Trade some picks, go get some players. I'm not interested in the draft uh, this year that uh, really l- less than any other year in terms of impact, immediate impact, because that's what you need. King Nat says we need to bring Malcolm Butler back, Buck. Well, he's under contract, so that would, you know, that would be a different situation. He's not a free agent. Um, Adori has already been paid $6 million. We would lose a bit. Yeah, trade him if at all possible. I just, I don't think you, I don't think you get better by trading Adore. I think the biggest issue was the pass rush. That's why the secondary looked so bad. And and also, like, some of them had down years. Adore was hurt. All of these things. Uh, let uh, let Adore go. He won't cost us anything against the cap. That's not true. Um, this guy overdoses the mid-Atlantic accent that reporters learn in school. Are you talking, are talking about me? They're supposed to sound like they don't have any specific region accent, but he sounds weird when he overdoes it. Joey, this is how I talk. This is not this is not the NBC Nightly News, Joey. This is my voice. We're having a conversation. This is how I talk to everybody in my life. This is how I have talked my entire life, which is why I get paid a lot of money, thankfully. Knock on wood. Shout out to Sports. Uh, that pays my mortgage to do this because I just talk to you guys. This is not a... This is not a, uh, this is not Sunday night football. This is not me sitting at an anchor desk going over the day's events in the world. This is me having a conversation about sports as if we were sitting next to each other from a safe and social distance, of course. Um, so my, my accent is not, is not anything different. My accent is Southern Indiana with, uh, you know, I don't know what traces of, uh, of Egypt I have left in me because I haven't lived over there for a long time. I've lived in New York. I've lived in Virginia, I've lived in DC, I've lived all over the place, uh, and this is just the way that I sound. So if my voice is displeasing to you, Joey, um, like I learned, and hell, I didn't even go to school for this. I went to, I was a poli sci, I was going to go to law school. Like I didn't, I didn't give a shit about sports broadcasting until I figured out that I could make a lot of money off of it with my voice. So shout out my voice and the accent that uh, <laughs> that Joey is alleging that I'm supposed to be adopted, which clearly he knows nothing about what it is that I do for a living because otherwise he wouldn't make such a dumb comment. It's okay, Joey. I'm not calling you dumb. I'm just saying your comment is. <laughs> You're on A to Z Sports. Prime time. Uh, you actually save $10 million if you cut a Dory. You're not cutting a Dory. Uh, Joey is Lawan's burner account. This hell boogie ain't away. No, Joey, uh, Joey is, uh, uh, no, Taylor, Taylor doesn't need burners. Taylor just does this shit on his own uh, to his detriment sometimes. But the draft strategy for the Titans should be, as as we've just discussed, buy a defense, draft depth. Buy a defense, draft depth. That's where you're going to find the most success. You have a lot of pieces on defense that are in place. You have a Dory, you have Jeffrey, you have uh, you have Malcolm Butler under contract, although we'll see how that goes. Rashawn Evans, David Long, there are pieces there for you to build around, but your depth needs to improve. You saw what happened when things started to fall apart. Your top end talent just wasn't enough to get it done. You need to draft depth in this space and go about uh, when uh, and go about your strategy that way. That's the best possible result. Uh, Joe uh, Ben Ben Jay wants to know what the hell is a Mid Atlantic accent. I've never, you know, I I'm, I was born in Indiana, but you know, I, I think I've got a little bit of accent from all over the place. I've been living in Tennessee for five years. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter about my accent. Who cares about my accent? Uh, you you are the best, Buck. Keep doing what you're doing, says Stuart Robertson. Thank you, Stuart. Uh, Buck, what is a middle? That's what I'm saying, Ben. I have no idea what a middle mid Atlantic accent is. It, all I know is it can get me paid, right? Your boys, your boys paid. Like shout out, shout out A to Z Sports because your boys paid. 
Um, uh, so whatever, whatever it is, it's making me plenty of money and, uh, and you love to see it. And I'm doing a job. Any, anybody in the world would love to do my job. Um, if you care about sports, uh, can we please draft the pass rusher from t- Tennessee says Larry R Jones, what pass rusher from Tennessee are you referencing? I, I, I would have, I I'm just starting to do my draft research because you know, it's large. I've largely had the last couple of weeks off from like draft stuff. And I've done a little bit of sniffing around rewatching some games to get a, a sense of who's out there, but you'll, you'll have to be more specific than the, than the pass rusher from Tennessee. I don't know who's out there right now. Um, or I don't know all of the players who aren't out there, who are out there right now. Do you think Luck will be back to the Colts? Of course not, Ty. He's he's so far retired. It's not even remotely interested. Uh, that'll work. We have to free up some cap space, says Brian Badillo. Yes, you do have to free up some cap space, uh, but you'll you'll have the ability to do so with a few salary cap casualties. I would say to you that the uh, that the best uh, the best strategy for John is to draft the depth on defense and to put yourself in a position to sustain, to draft depth on the offensive line, to draft a receiver. I think those are your best options right now. Uh, we need to either pay Judon, Shaq, or Shaq Barrett, says Jeff Roberts. I think you have a lot of uh, a lot of uh, different uh, options to you. Uh, Joey in there still commenting about my accents, how I over, how I overemphasize vowels. Is that, is that what I just did? Overemphasize my vowels? <laughs> Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna be I'm gonna be thinking about how I say vowels. Thank you, Joey, <laughs> for your participation. Uh if uh if the Titans can't evaluate what pass rusher they should draft because there's no combine, then they can't evaluate college football players, says Eric. You know, Eric, you say that, but uh, w- would anybody say that John Robinson's bad at his job? No, I think largely John Robinson's been above average at his job. Um, and he struggled last year with the way that things got changed up. It's a totally different world for these guys. And I think you're going to benefit a lot by being able to keep Monty Ossenfort and Ryan Cowden, two guys who have been had great personnel success in the league. Cowden's been here for uh, longer than Monty has. Monty came from the Patriots. Um, but neither of those guys got GM jobs this year. They're going to be assets to you to help John in a time where he's going to need some help. Uh, don't worry about – yeah, I'm not worried about the trolls. It's okay. Uh uh, do not sleep on Bud Dupree, very high motor and good on run defense as well, says Trigger Trey. Yeah, I don't want anybody coming off an ACL that's going to get paid big money. I just, I just don't. Um, I and and I, I like, I like Bud Dupree, uh, Bud Dupree's style of play when he's healthy. Uh, not interested coming fresh off an ACL, uh, and you don't know when he's going to be available. Um, I just don't think, uh, I just don't think that's the right move. Joey the new Kenny says, "I'll bug you anyway." No, uh, yeah, Joey, I'm sure. Joey, I'm sure is not going to DM. DM me saying that he's called his mother on me or set, had his mother contact my bosses via email. I think uh, I think Joey is above that. I think if we miss on getting a new productive pass rusher, still think Evans could thrive outside. Uh, you know, it's been talked about enough. Uh, I just... The, the linebacker, the linebacker situation with the Titans, inside linebacker is so weird. Rashawn Evans... I don't know what I don't know why why it's not connecting the way that it needs to. I think some of it probably has to do with the inside linebacking coaching change. I don't think Jim Haslett's a bad coach. Um, I just don't think he was as effective with uh, Rashawn or Jayon um, as as Tyrone McKenzie was, who left to go to Detroit this year. Anyway, uh, the, the, we have we there will be plenty of time to talk about all of this stuff. We will get into it at length over the course of the next couple months together. We've got a lot more Titans content coming. 
We'll talk Vols because they're still out there looking for defensive coaching help. Uh, we will talk about all things going on transactionally in sports. Hell, we may even do a Grizzly show if they uh, if they keep up their winning ways, even though Ja doesn't, ja doesn't quite look right yet. Um, need to need to need to see him be a little better before I go full NBA. But anyway, thank you as always for your participation. We will do this again tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Time or thereabouts. Subscribe, rate, review to the 615 Sessions podcast, wherever it is that you get your podcast in the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. Leave us ratings, leave us reviews. Tomorrow, Brandon Galloway, who is one of your one of your uh, one of your brethren, one of your peers, a Titans fan who is on the NFL Honors broadcast because he is the first NFL fan of the year. Derrick Henry presented him the award. He got to go to the Super Bowl. Just got back. We had a great conversation. That will be tomorrow in the 615 Sessions podcast to hear all of it. Man, man, hell, maybe one of the, the next one of you can be the fan of the year if you listen to what Brandon had to say about it. Anyway, subscribe, rate, and review. We'll continue to pump out great written content at azsportsnashville.com because we're not tired yet. Neither are our great sponsors who make the show free for you. Two Rivers Ford, DraftKings, Gary Ashton, and Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Great local businesses who are not tired of providing you great service here in the Mid-State. Eric North says, go do your voice exercises now. Apparently, I got to work on my accent. Joey, uh, Joey, not a fan of my accent in a, in a, in a way that, that is, you know, only benefited me. But that's okay. I will do these things. I will use my throat coat tea as I do. No free ads. Uh, and I will do all of these things tonight. And I'll put together another great show because I'm not tired yet. We'll see you guys tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central Time. We're thereabouts. As always, fam, peace and love. Remember those vows, as Titan Kyle says. Damn sure I won't because I'm not tired yet.